we are here with another interview. I am Jason. I'm here along with Casey and Scott. And tonight we have a very special guest, one of my favorite female wrestlers along with Casey's and I'm sure Scott's as well. Uh, we have Maria Manic on with us tonight. Say hey, Maria. Hi. Uh, we're going to be doing an interview with her, asking her some questions. And uh, let's just get right into it. Casey, start us off. Yeah, so I guess we'll start out in the beginning. Um, what got you into wrestling, and why did you want to become a wrestler? Um, so I got into wrestling when I was about, I want to say, I think it was like 15. And I'm actually only 20, so I'm super young. Um, and for me, it was different. I And I was, I was looking back at things today. Like, I was never really a fan for long. It was kind of like, as soon as I saw it, it was like, I don't want to watch this. I want to do this. So, um, as soon as I saw it, I was kind of hooked and I'd actually, someone had, I didn't grow up on wrestling. My family never watched it. Uh, it was never on in the house. Someone had told me about Beth Phoenix and I don't, I don't remember why, I guess because I was a bigger girl growing up and I was always super strong. I was, I was a softball player, basketball player. Someone had told me about her. So I looked her up um, from looking her up, I found other wrestlers, I found other divas and I was kind of like, Oh my God, this is awesome. Like these girls are hot and they're kicking ass. Like I want to do something like that. So, um, at that point I kind of, I remember trying to figure out how they got there. I didn't really understand how people got to the WWE. I just kind of thought either you knew somebody or, you know, you were a family member. I, I didn't know how it worked. So I did a lot of research. I kind of found out, um, and I was going to wait till I was 18 to start training. Um, and then when I was 17, I graduated high school, so um, I tried to go to college, and I realized it wasn't for me. Uh, so that was the point where I was like, let's just go at it with this wrestling thing. Like, you know, it sounds crazy. My family thought I was mentally insane. Um, <laughs> but I just knew I wanted it. Uh, and looking back at it, I actually – I mean, I wouldn't change anything that happened, but I kind of wish – I was a fan for longer before I actually got into it just because now that I'm wrestling and, you know, performing in front of people, it would be nice for me to have a better understanding of the way that a fan sees things, um, which is a perspective most wrestlers have that I don't. So, uh, but yeah, I just kind of saw it. It was like, I'm doing it. And I set my mind to it and just kind of went right after it. That's awesome. So you train in Virginia, right? Yes, I did a year of training in Virginia. Awesome. And then you moved to New Jersey specifically to train with wrestling, right? Yes. Um, um, there's not much There's not much wrestling in Virginia. So it was, you know, when I started out, it was... What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, there's not much wrestling in Virginia. And it was like when I started, I was traveling like eight hours to get places. And it was just insane. Um and I knew CZW was a good place to train. It's also close to many other things. Um, there's a lot of good girls up here to talk to. And you have to be surrounded by good people to improve. So, yeah, that's why I got up here. Yeah, definitely. New Jersey is definitely definitely much more of a, a hotbed. Definitely. And it's close to everything. I'm close to Philly. I'm close to New York. I'm close to uh, pretty much you know all the top uh, wrestling cities. So it's really the place to be if you're just starting out. Definitely. And speaking of uh, New Jersey, 
you train with CZW under DJ Hyde. It, tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> he's not as scary as people think he is. He's definitely <laughs> a very sweet guy. Um, I will say, uh, being trained by him, I've become very, very tough and aggressive and sometimes a little bit too aggressive. Um, <laughs> It's hard when you train with those kind of guys. Those guys are hardcore. They're serious. We hit really hard. Um, so I kind of was brought up that way. Um, but I don't know. DJ has a very good way of, I don't want to say bullying you, but he's, he, he gives you a lot of tough love. Um, you know, he's not the guy that's going to tell me I'm doing good if I'm, uh, if I'm not, you know, he's going to tell me the truth and sometimes the truth hurts, but you need it. And, uh, if it weren't for him being real with me for the past year, I wouldn't have made any improvement. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I personally can say he's probably one of the best trainers out there. Um, he has a different mindset than most trainers, but uh, I don't know. I think for me, he's perfect. So that's, I, you know, I need the honesty. I need the, I guess the harshness of it. Um, but I mean, since I've been there, I, things have really started to click in my head. So I think I'm definitely at the right place. Yeah, definitely. I remember at the first A Matter of Pride event, you actually faced off against him in a handicap match. That was pretty intense. Um, yeah. yeah. That, I think that was my first time wrestling him. Yeah, that was a crazy match. But that was a good match, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, And I can definitely tell from the first time I saw you, me and Jay were at a Fiesta Pro event. And he did some limbo contest and got into a cat fight. And then seeing you, like, just progress in the ring has been amazing. Like, every time we see you, you improve leaps and bounds. Yeah. So I definitely see that the training is definitely paying off. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, you get what you put into something. And, you know, I'm not a quick learner. I don't. Some people, they start something and they pick it up right off the bat. I'm not like that. It takes me time and, you know, just repetition over and over and over again and, you know, when you put in that work and you finally start to see yourself improve, it's the best feeling ever because you know you earned every single thing that you got, you know? Yeah. Um, nothing is handed to you in this business. Nothing. No, definitely. I, I just watched recently, um, I think it was a Dojo Wars match that you had against DJ Hyde. I think they posted it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. That was a hard, hard, hard-hitting match. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's different. I, I don't know. Every time I've wrestled him, I've been I've been so nervous beforehand that when I go out there, I have so much adrenaline that nothing really hurts. But then I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, those matches are fun, though. Like, And I think people, when it comes to intergender wrestling, they do it wrong. You know, if I'm wrestling a 280-pound dude, why are we going to lock up and chain? You know what I mean? It's just... Right. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. So we bring a lot of like storyline into it um, and, you know, think of ways to be creative because in reality, you know, why would I, <laughs> why would I go right after a dude that big? Obviously I'm going to have to cheat and do certain things if I'm going to actually win against someone like that. So uh, he's my favorite person to wrestle. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that you have that mindset because when you're facing someone like him, it's different than when you face someone like Jamie or somebody who you wrestle a lot. Exactly. Yeah. And then, um, not that long after we saw you live, you were a part of the ECWA Chick Fight Super 8 tournament. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
that was um, really exciting uh, because I remember when I uh, just got into wrestling, I had heard about that tournament, and uh, I think this is I think Tessa had won. I don't know if I'm thinking correctly the year, but yeah. um, and I remember thinking to myself like I want to be in that tournament, and I remember thinking it would take like five, ten years for me to be in that tournament, <laughs> and um, to get in last year was incredible. Um, we had a great group of girls that year. Um, I love women's tournaments. It's exciting to see how far women's wrestling has come. And, you know, me being someone that actually loves the gimmick and the character and, you know, being a Barbie and the looks, it is nice to see that there's wrestling too. And I can combine both of those. It's not just about, you know, being pretty and, you know, being a sex appeal. It's, it's both now. And that's really cool to see. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you do have the Barbie doll look, but you can definitely back it up in the ring. And I think mm-hmm. everyone who watches your matches can definitely tell that. And yeah, and I love that wrestling is the one thing that lets me kind of show both. Yeah. You know, I can still be a Barbie, but I can also kick ass. Of course. Um, nothing else in life. I can't think of another career that I could, uh, you know, show both of those sides of me. Right. And then wrestling wrestling really works for you in that way. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And then shortly after that, me and Jay actually traveled to Connecticut to see you debut with NEW against Deanna Perrazzo. Um, and you're kind of like a thing with NEW now. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, how was it to wrestle Deanna and debut in that promotion? Um, their crowds are awesome. Uh, they always draw super well. Um, I was so nervous for that match because my first time there, I just wanted to make a good impression. Um, and I think I did. Um, that was, how many months ago was that? I can't. Um, a few months I'm just like, it was like seven, six months ago, maybe. Yeah. About six months ago. Sounds right. Yeah. And, um, ever since then I've been booked on most of the Northeast shows. Um, I'm in a storyline now. I'm in a feud with Mandy. Um, I think when I got there, I was like, this is a place I want to stay. You know, this is a place I want to make a name for myself. Um, and a lot of people have uh, started their careers there and, you know, made a name for themselves because of that company. Um, so it's, and it's always amazing wrestling. Deanna, um, me and Deanna are very opposite. So we get in the ring. It's very fun to kind of uh, show our personalities. And uh, yeah, I just had a tag match with her at AW. Two weeks ago, I think. Nice. I remember the singles match. It was so much fun to watch. You were so good in that match. And you and Deanna just clicked so well. It was such a fun time to watch. Deanna brings out, I think, a new side to every wrestler. You know, with her, I work so fast and I'm so into it because she's so quick. And uh, I don't know, her style is so different than most girls. And it's, it's I think everyone should get in the ring with her at some point because it you, i'm telling you like you get the ring with her you come out and you're, you feel like a vet you feel like you've <laughs> learned so much yeah she's amazing so we have a question from twitter from uh at under armor 3030 uh they want to know what's next for maria is she going to the WWE tna or does she just want to stay in the indie scene for now um as far as right now i am definitely 100 an independent contractor but um, you know, I think all of us have the goal of, uh, being signed by TNA or WWE. Um, I mean, I'm still super green. I'm only in the, been in the business for two years. It's not even two years yet. 
Uh, so, you know, I think I don't think you can worry about it because, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. Um, you can't make things happen. All you can do is progress and be the best you can be. So if the opportunity comes, then awesome. But right now I'm just trying to um, brand myself, not just in wrestling, other ways. I just want to get my name out there, um, keep improving, keep training, uh, and, you know, hope for the best. Right. But yes, if that opportunity came, then of course. Right. And speaking of getting your name out, you've been really killing it at Women's Wrestling Revolution with Penelope Ford in, I guess, third tag division. Um, mm-hmm. How is it working with that company? I think that company is so different, the way they film and everything. Just it's crazy. It's a uh, way different atmosphere than any other wrestling show. So the fans are basically like in the ring with you. They're yeah. all standing around the ring. Um, and it's also just a different, uh, fan base. It's a lot of adults. Um, it's, they run a lot of shows in a bar. It's just, it's very different. Um, it's very, I guess, lively. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but they liked me there. I was hitting really hard. (laughs) Just being the crazy Barbie that I am. And they loved it. And me and Penelope work really well together because we're complete opposites. I'm the powerhouse. Uh, and she is the high flyer. So uh, coming up with moves and stuff is really uh, fun for us. I think we're going to do really good. And we're also um, a tag team at uh, WSU now. Right. And speaking of WSU, you are going to be there this week. And you have a tag match, um, the fellow pledges versus the fellow twins. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that, the feud and how you feel going into the title match? I'm definitely nervous because <laughs> I think anybody that's met Rick Cataldo is mildly <laughs> afraid of Rick Cataldo. And I say that in, <laughs> in character and out of character. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen in that match. Truthfully. Um, I mean, like I said, me and Penelope are awesome together, so who knows? I don't know what part Jamie's playing in this match. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be in attendance. I There's going to be a lot of surprises. I guess that's all I could say. Um, but it's, it's crazy that I've only been with WSU for uh, a little bit under a year now, and we're getting a title shot. You know, it's, it's an honor just to have that opportunity. I think it's really exciting, too. says a lot about how much you've improved, too, as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And the the tag team match you're going to be in, it's getting quite a bit of steam with with the promo work that WSU is doing kind of in conjunction with the War Games match. Um, you were involved in one of the promos with Amy Lee um, that, that really set up this match. Mm-hmm. And since you do team with Penelope a lot um do you have goals to team with her in different promotions or um I mean we're open to anything so far it's only been actually we did a game changer wrestling as well together but yeah we're definitely available to take bookings as a tag team um I'm new to tag team wrestling so it's something I have to kind of go back and study, but uh, it's it's a whole different ballpark, uh, tag team wrestling. Uh, 
but I'm starting to really like it. It's fun to kind of, because, you know, I have my strengths and I have my weaknesses. She has her strengths and her weaknesses. So when you put us both together, you have this perfect package. Um, And it's really cool. Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed your tag matches in Women's Wrestling Revolution and in WSU. I just think Mm -hmm. you two play well, like, bounce off each other very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And um, our Twitter follower, Tess Flocker, wants to know, what is it like to be a fellow twin pledge? Um, (laughs) I've gotten this question before, and I have to say, so there was a picture, I guess, Rick posted, someone had made. It was like a hierarchy. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) All I can say is that that is the most (laughs) truthful thing (laughs) that has ever been made. Um, We compare ourselves to Mean Girls because it is, like, very similar. Rick is at the top. Rick is Regina George. Uh, Eddie is uh, Gretchen Wieners. (laughs) (laughs) And then me, Penelope, and Jamie are just the bottom little ducklings in a... I mean, we all have our little drama, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I care about everyone in the group. So uh, we've done a lot together. We've, like, Rick is someone, uh, I've learned a lot from him because Rick doesn't do much in the ring. Rick doesn't do a lot of wrestling, but Rick is one of the most entertaining humans I have ever met in my life, inside the ring and outside of the ring. Um, And it shows you don't always have to have a crazy spot fest match. Uh, to get the crowd behind you and to be entertaining. Very true. So you can definitely learn a lot from him. Definitely. And speaking of Rick, you're not only facing him in a tag match at WSU, but at NYWC's Amanda Two, you are facing him in a singles match. Um, you scared? <laughs> yes, I am yeah. definitely scared. I've never been in a singles match with Rick, so... Uh, <laughs> And it's Rick's show, so I'm sure Rick has some crazy things planned for me. You know, I actually, I woke up this morning to, you know when you wake up and someone liked all your pictures and you have like a thousand requests, or a thousand uh, notifications? Yes. <laughs> Rick had went through my Instagram from like five years ago and was liking <laughs> old, terrible pictures of me. And the first thing I thought, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be <laughs> blown up. <laughs> at the show on the monitor so I, I don't know what he's got planned but leave it to rick to do the craziest he's he's the most extra so <laughs> the most, right? god only knows so you're about almost two years in the business now what has been if you had to pick one match that's been your favorite match what would it be wow um Hmm. You know, actually, I had a match, uh, I think this was maybe nine months ago with Heidi Lovelace. It was right before she got picked up. Um, that was a really fun match. That was, she's, she's a lot like Deanna. She's very, uh, uh, she's a different style of wrestler. Um, so she brought out a new side of me. That was really fun. Uh, who else? I had a match with uh, Mandy at uh, Northeast about a month ago, maybe not even a month ago, maybe like three weeks ago, uh, and I got to cut a promo 
like a two minute promo before the match. And I realized I'm actually really good on the mic and I really enjoy being on the mic. So that was fun. And then after I cut that promo, I was just ready to go. And I had this whole new energy. Um, you know, when you nail something, when you nail a promo, like you just, you feel so confident after and you feel like you can do anything. And, uh, I really, really enjoyed that match. Cool. And going off of that, do you have any dream opponents that you'd like to wrestle? Um, of course, Beth Phoenix. I don't think that would ever happen, but <laughs> she's definitely the dream. I've actually never even met her. So Really? Did you watch her Hall of Fame induction? I didn't see the induction, but no. uh, it's crazy that she's – I mean, it was, it was about time, but – Right. Yeah. She has a lot of she has a lot of long lived fans now that <laughs> she's in the Hall of Fame. Right. And um, are there any promotions you want to work for? Do you want to travel to the UK, Japan, anywhere? I want to travel everywhere. Definitely Japan. Um, possibly Stardom sometime in the future. Um, I would like to do uh, Beyond, like a regular show, not just the WWR shows, because mm -hmm. I think I do really well in front of the Beyond crowd, and it's like I said, I love that atmosphere. Um, I know a Wrestle Circus is crazy right now. Oh, Maybe God, sometime yeah. in my future. Uh, I don't know. I, I've worked a lot of places. I've knocked a lot of stuff off the bucket list recently. Um, You're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, like, that's the biggest thing to improving is just going other places because if you stay in the same place you stay in the same area you wrestle the same people you're not going to get better uh, and that's the truth that nobody will tell you because people feel comfortable you know staying in their comfort zone but you have to leave it you have to go, go do other things and that's when things will start to click in your head that's when you'll start to you know really understand it no definitely i completely agree and i think that really shows with you because i feel like almost if not every weekend i see you you know, debuting here, doing this match, facing this opponent that you've never faced before. You're really getting your name out there. You're really challenging yourself, I feel. And like you said, you <clears> got <throat> to do promo work and you really felt confident. I feel like you're trying different things. I saw your match against <clears throat> Jordy and Grace. That was just posted on YouTube a few <clears throat> days ago. That was great. I saw you try some new stuff there. You're just always improving, and I think, you know. Yeah, I, I, my, kind of my motto now is, like, never say no. So, especially with Jordan, like Jordan always wants to try new things. And I, you know, if something scares me, a new move scares me. It's like, let's just go for it. You know, what's the worst thing that could happen? The worst thing that could happen is you can get injured. You can get injured walking down the street, going to get the mail. You know what I mean? It's, you just, you can't be afraid of things. Um, you can't be afraid to go new places. It's scary going to a new promotion, not knowing anybody, you know, traveling eight hours by yourself. It's scary, but you know, that's the price you pay. And you get to a point where when you're doing something so regularly, you don't get nervous anymore. I mean, you know, my heart rate still goes up before I go, uh, walk out the curtain, but I don't get scared anymore because I trust myself. You know, I'm confident in what I do. I know who I am as a character, and I know that whatever situation I'm put in, I can handle it. So uh, that's a really good feeling. Yeah. And with as many girls uh, that are in the Northeast right now, it, it seems like it would be really hard to – to stand out, but mm -hmm. you've done a really good, you seem to have done a really, really good job with just getting your name out there and working everywhere. You've, I mean, you're one of the names that, that 
is showing up everywhere. You're not just kind of fading into the background, which is really, really good. Yeah. Honestly, I think the biggest thing is being yourself, being a character that's actually you. So when I started, I wasn't doing too well. I wasn't really getting my name out there. I wasn't doing well in matches um, because I was trying to be something I wasn't. I was trying to be this hardcore, like, rocker. I don't I don't know what I was trying to do. <laughs> trying to do what other people were telling me to do. They were t- telling me, oh, this is in. You need to wear dark colors and be, you know, be edgy. Like, this, this is what's in right now. That's not me. And I knew it wasn't me. And I didn't feel comfortable out there because I was trying to portray this person that I'm not. So when I got to CCW, um, DJ uh, helped me come up with, uh, a new character. And I, he was like, you know, what feels right for you? What is something that you know everything about? And I, my whole life, I've loved Barbies. I've always wanted to be a Barbie. I never thought I'd actually be a Barbie, but I just was, I was fascinated by them, how perfect they were, how they walked, how I knew everything about them. So I said, you know, this is what I want to do. And, you know, I debuted it. I just said debuted it, debuted uh, as the Barbie. I got my all, you know, pink gear and it just felt right. And, you know, when your your character is something you believe in, something you actually, I don't know how to explain it, it just, it feels right. And that's how you stand out. Because people, the fans know if it's real. They know if you're faking a gimmick or if it actually feels right for you. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of got me over and got my name out there, honestly. Right. Now, you said you debuted with, you know, Dark Colors, all that. Is that where the Manic name came in? Where was that? You said you were trying to be something you weren't, like, punkish and everything. Mm-hmm. Is that where the last name Manic came from? I, I actually came up with that name while I was training. Uh, I still like the name Maria Manic. I think yeah. it kind of shows that I'm I'm the East Coast Barbie, but I'm Maria Manic. Maria Manic is kind of more of my crazy side, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I... Honestly, I just wanted a last name that had an M, so I just kind of <laughs> came up with it and went for it. Um, you know, I don't know because I, I'm I'm Barbie now, but I'm still crazy Barbie. Crazy still comes out. Yeah. I'm not just you know happy and girly all the time. Right. Um, Dimensional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have another Twitter question uh, coming from at name for Jackie O, and she wants to know. Uh, what's the strangest thing that ever happened to you in your wrestling career so far? Hmm. I would have to say, like, some of the messages I get. <laughs> I can't even pick one because they're all so weird. But, like, people don't understand what the female wrestlers go through. I guess wrestling is a very high uh, is a high fetish demand. <laughs> I, I don't know. It started out just, you know, people trying to talk to me and, you know, that was whatever. I've worked at Hooters for two years. I know, I know how to deal with that kind of stuff. But then it was like questions about (laughs) like, I I get asked all the time about my feet. I don't know what it is with female wrestlers, but we get asked for like feet pictures. I I, I don't know what's sexual about a foot, but I get it all the time. Um, We get the... Like, people want to buy our socks. <laughs> people want to buy craziest things. Um, I don't know. Like, the, 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 the messages come in so much. I don't even, I can't even pick the weirdest ones. But I don't know. I'm nice to everyone. I just 
politely say no, you know. Oh boy. Go to the it, next seems like, it definitely seems like there is not a shortage of those creepy fans. Because I yeah. see I see women dressers all over the place just talking about inappropriate messages and mm-hmm. just all of that. It it just seems to be a constant fight. I mean don't get me wrong, there's definitely a large group of good fans that just want to talk to you and just want to get to know you, which is awesome. But like I said, I guess I guess wrestling is just a very it attracts a strange fetish crowd. I don't know, but I mean it's something we all go through. So it's it's hard though because I'm you know social media. Like I need to use my social media to talk to promoters and you know you guys about interviews and like people I need to talk to. And it's hard to see those messages because I got to go through all the you know <laughs> uh, strange messages. But I mean. Like I said, I'm used to it. I, it doesn't bother me, but yeah, something about the female wrestlers. Oh boy, some fans. Eh? <laughs> so, um, what are some of your future goals in wrestling? Um, honestly, right now, I'm just trying to stay on the track that I'm on. I feel like I'm on a high right now, and I just want to keep it that way. Um, I don't ever want anyone to say, "Oh, she fell off." You know, she went downhill. I don't ever want that to happen. Which is uh, right now I'm actually, uh, I just announced the other day that I'm doing my first, um, bodybuilding competition and, uh, that's something I've always wanted to do, but it also kind of goes into wrestling because I just want my body to be at the best it can be, look the best I can, um, do everything I can to give myself the best chance, you know, to succeed and to make it, um, like I said earlier, obviously, uh, my number one goal is WWE. It's always been, um, so, you know, do everything I can to, you know, uh, get noticed and improve. Definitely. And I definitely think that you will make it. It's not, you know, not a matter of, it's, it's just like a matter of time, I feel. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And it is, it is nice to know that even if WWE or TNA were to never happen, you can still make a living on the indies, you know, right. so many people do it. Um, I mean, I'm doing it right now, so it's, it's comforting to know that, but, uh, like, like you said, I think it's a matter of time and a matter of me continuing to progress and get better. Definitely. So, um, I think that's all our questions for tonight. Uh, Maria, you know, let us know where we could find you on, you know, Twitter and all that and where we could find you next on the on the indie scene. Um, Twitter and Instagram handle is East Coast spelled C S T Barbie. East Coast Barbie. Um, I have a public Facebook page which is just Maria Manic public page. Um, I am starting up a YouTube. I haven't made a video yet. I am in the midst of <laughs> making things happen right now, but my YouTube is East Coast, actually E A S T C O A S T, uh, one word Barbie. So keep a lookout on that because I am definitely gonna make that happen soon. Um, and yeah, Instagram, Twitter, always active. Awesome. And then you have WSU this weekend and mm-hmm. a matter of pride next month. Next month. Right. Yes, I can't remember what's. It's the. Next, not this weekend, but the next weekend. I was just looking at it the other or tonight. I can't remember what it was. 
I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I'm sure you'll post on social media, right? Yeah, everything's on social media always. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Time out.